This is the film wrap up. They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us. The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup. We never chill, ask them. When it come to film wraps, bro, we keep it real, that's us. Mike check 1212. Welcome once again to another special episode of the film wrap up. And once again, I'm one of your hosts, the Filmfee himself, and I'm with my boy. It's the rap nerd. What's good, film? Uh, not, not, not much, man. Not much. You know, just chilling, um, watching uh, Twitter eat themselves alive. It's typical uh, day, I guess. But I said that's the everyday. Like, that, that ain't even nothing new at this point. Word, word. So this is uh, number 28 of film wrap-up episodes. And uh, thank you to all the listeners that still stick around and are listening every single day. Much appreciated. Oh, yeah. Well, this one is going to be a, a special one. I think this is more around your wheelhouse for sure Let's as go. far as it goes. Because <laughs> we know um, when it comes to horror, ain't nobody touching you. You are, yeah, you you, you run this horror game from my perspective as far as it goes. And uh, one little of, bit, but all right, I'll take it. Listen, I, I tell you this on the side all the time, bro. You can go toe-to-toe with anybody that quote-unquote knows this genre. And I mean that. Yeah, I welcome it. Shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, so I've heard um recently this um verbiage or title been thrown around to this particular franchise or uh, character, which is a little strange because prior to uh, uh, this week I I've heard nothing about him. But uh <laughs> the Ooh, yeah, you the character I'm speaking about or franchise I'm speaking about is Texas Chainsaw. Massacre in uh, Letterface. Up for me. Okay, we we'll keep going. You know it. Yeah. Nice little alley oop. Yeah, because I'm going um, yeah. shit to the fucking. Go ahead, my bad. No, and what's what's funny about it? I've heard like within the past couple of weeks, I've heard people call it the Godfather of um, modern day uh, um, slasher or Godfather period of slashers. And um, yeah, so the newest film came out, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> 2022 and i believe this is the ninth entry in this um some weird franchise right that's yeah. a, they have nine films right yeah 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 all right so for this episode we're doing something special we're gonna visit the 1974 which started it all the texas chainsaw massacre because mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a direct sequel to that film and, I, and like we thought there's no better way than to you know we got to speak about that and then we're gonna make our way over to 2022 and obviously some other nice little topics sprinkled in yeah and with further ado let's talk about it Excuse me. texas chainsaw 1974 yeah how you feel about it do you want to do a review do you just want to give your overall thoughts and feelings about it let, let, let everybody know well it's a little bit of both and i'm not going to do a full-on review because i mean the movie mm-hmm. is out there i mean i think it's on tubi which is a free uh streaming service so you can watch it now but um mm-hmm. but what i want to do is i want to flip it to you first because you've never seen it <laughs> you know obviously no. everybody you know like you just introduced i'm a horror guy so this is i've seen the movie a number of times but with you being your first watch I want to get mm-hmm. your thoughts on it. So go ahead. I, I want to hear that. Yeah. So I'm like the Texas Chainsaw franchise is a odd franchise to me. Like I'm very versed in almost all the big franchise of slashers like Screams, Freddy, Jason. All I've seen every single movie from these other franchises, but this one eludes me for some reason. 
Um, I think I've only seen possibly three. If I cut you off, do you know why mm-hmm. that is? Why is that? Do you, do you have any idea? Uh, it's probably because honestly, when you were, I was watching your video, and I think we spoke prior, like last month, when we decided to make this video. Like you were name dropping some of these movies that are coming out that I didn't even know existed. And what I think it is, I think this film gets the Chucky franchise. You know how Chucky gets all these direct to movies, um, sequels that nobody hears about? Mm-hmm. I feel like Texas Chainsaw gets that same um, treatment. Mm. Like That's why it was a little weird to me when 2022 came out and I'm hearing all this talk about it when previously the Trey Song one, I only heard about it because people were memeing the fact that Trey Song was in it. <laughs> And there was only like one or two like people, and I didn't even know which one that is. But yeah, so it, it I, I don't know what it is. I guess because I, I can't really give you an educated reason for that because I haven't seen all of them. But I'm, I would say maybe it's the quality of the films. Because mm. uh, when you speak of Halloween, that has like gold tier status films in it. Mm-hmm. You have the original and even the sequel to the original, which people hold to some of the highest regards and even the newer ones which are starting to make noise mm-hmm. you have freddy like goatier status mm-hmm. jason um maybe you could say his franchise is maybe the weakest out of them all but there's something about the jason character that i feel like everybody could resonate with or that resonates with people no nah, you're right there's something yeah that's special about the jason carry and you know the character and then you have scream that just had a, a sequel that's just burning up the charts that's actually amazing mm. and um yeah so that's probably what you know what who directed J- was is that there, there's never been a big time director to direct the jason franchise right um no Mm-mm. not not okay. nobody that like everybody would know for sure like no got you because you got Wes Craven that did Freddy and Scream and then you have um who the nigga the goat boy mm. <laughs> you know for real and you have John Carpenter with Halloween and stuff so okay alright but I'm sorry I'm doing all this talking but we're supposed to be talking about 74 but yeah so I officially for the first time popped my cherry and I checked out 1974's Texas Chainsaw Massacre which uh, surprisingly I, I don't know yeah I don't know how I missed this one but I know, I know how you missed it, but I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm, I'm keep it to myself. I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> yeah, so this film is is weird to me because I was able to watch it in 2022 and appreciate its genius, and also I think it's the fact that I did watch it in 2022, which is what two years from it being 50 years. Yeah. Um, like it doesn't hold up as well. As it does, to, as well as other films, because I could watch Halloween, which came out in '78, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And that holds up perfectly, Chef's Kiss. But this one, the t- <laughs> like, <laughs> like let, let me let me let me tackle the good first. First of all, <laughs> I love how the kills. There's something versatile about the kills that just make you feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first kill that happens in this vid, in, in this film, when I forgot Buddy's name, that um, trips, and he's in the hallway, and the Leatherface comes out of nowhere, and slugs him in the head with a hammer. Woo! I don't know what it was. What 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 is it about it? 
I don't know if it's the action of it. Ha it, it just happens so quick, and then you see the aftermath of his body shivering. Mm -hmm. It feels very real. It's not because a lot of the times the ki these kills in Halloween and 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 these um, horror franchises could be very over the top and unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Like, but this one, like he just hit him side of the head and he's having a seizure because of the blunt force of that. Like that's a brain, your brain is all scrambled after that. Yeah. And also that one scene when he, the girl that follows him and how Leatherface picks her up and just uh, puts her on the hook. There's, oh my God, that's something that makes my skin crawl. Like seeing that. And that's not even a kill. That's just her laying there. It's just, it's very unsettling. Mm -hmm. And I'll, yeah, it, that's the thing I loved. I really enjoyed about this film. It's uh, it's the way it's it's shot. Yeah. It's this eerie feel. Cinematography looks so real and plausible. It's not like a lot of these times these people are shooting things in 4K, 8K, and it doesn't really mimic what you're really seeing. Like I'm watching these these movies and stuff. Like I think I was watching. I forgot some film that was based in New Jersey. I'm like, I could step outside right now and go exactly where this, and it's not going to look like that. Mm -hmm. But there's something about seeing this film. It felt so, so real and how they built the tension and atmosphere. Like the first kill didn't happen until almost an hour in. Yeah. And you tip, yeah, you Let's typically look. don't see that. It's a, it's a nice slow burn and, and I, and I, and I definitely respect it, accepted and respected that. Um, part of it. So I do like that of 74. But my gripes come in is because it's so old. Mm -hmm. I felt like a, a lot of the things that was accessible accessible back then and like people were like, okay, this, this seems real. It felt a little goofy this go around. <laughs> like the girl waving her hand around the cornfield being chased by Leatherface. <laughs> it had this very animated feel to it. And when she opens the freezer, I believe it was that one girl that just pops up. Oh, yeah. It felt yeah. like a jack-in-the-box type of <laughs> effect. And also that same girl, she was getting chased, and then she just jumps out the window. Like, no second thought, no nothing. Just went head first. I don't know why that felt so funny to me. I'm like, this. I'm like, ain't nobody doing that. Like, you're about <laughs> to jump out the window. I'm going to think twice. About it, it reminded me of this meme that I saw from um, Games of Thrones when one of the characters just does a head dive like with no care in the in the world. It's just, I'm like, this is so funny. And another scene like it's just like I was watching it. And my wife, I had my headphones on, and my wife and I finished watching the movie. And she's like, why were you laughing? <laughs> like during, like during this horrible. Like I didn't even. I'm like, oh shit, was I like laughing out loud? He goes, yeah. I'm like. It's just the unintentional funny part, which I actually appreciate it. I don't know. I know I'm not supposed to laugh at it. Or maybe I was. I don't know what his attention was. But yeah, it just, it was funny. Like that one scene when I, the girl that escaped, that's obviously in uh, 2022, she goes to the old the gas station and not knowing that, you know, that's, that's the uncle or whatever he was to her. Mm -hmm. And then the dude comes back and beats her with the soft part of the, of, of, of those, what is it, a broom? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm like, bro, that's gonna that's gonna cause her to get knocked out by the soft part of the broom. It's just, it just it was hilarious, bro. So, but um, I'm saying all this too. Yeah, I do appreciate um 74. It's 
it's like even watching 74 with me appreciating it, it doesn't hit me like like the old like the other franchises do it's just something about leatherface that doesn't resonate with me mm-hmm. even like once you get that twist of like it's a family affair mm-hmm. they 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 made him so much less scary like he's getting pushed around by the uncle he's doing that weird puppy dog noise whenever he's getting yelled at it's just there's something about the character itself that doesn't really scare me now mm-hmm. in comparison to oh three whoo that, yeah that, that that's scary Whew. That that's straight up horror right there. I am petrified. That is nightmare. I want no smoke. Yes, but the, but oh, but seventy four. I could appreciate it for the time. Maybe if I seen it closer to the, you know, maybe like twenty years instead of fifty years out, I would appreciate it for. But it doesn't hold up well. It's it's like the effects of. I know I'm gonna get hate for this because everybody cherished this franchise, but the Christopher Reeves Supermans. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. like they're good for their time, but it doesn't like in 2022, uh, it does not hold up well, man. So that's how I feel about 74. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what's your quick uh, little thoughts on 74? Because okay. you, I'm sure you've seen it more than enough times. Okay. Before I get into my thoughts, uh, do you mm-hmm. watch this movie and do you see any type of um, deeper meaning to the movie? I see where you're going there. Honestly, not not really. I just see a director that's going for just legit scares. Like, because I felt like around that time, maybe horror wasn't taken as serious like as it is. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's all. I don't. I don't. Maybe it's because I'm not from that type of area. I'm not even from that you know that time frame or anything. I don't. There's no deeper meaning to me in it, especially when you have. Um, these characters that are doing your goofy, like the the horror tropes that you're, you're like you're told not to do. It seems like these type of films started, and so I didn't get no real deeper meaning from that. Okay, well, that's all I want to know. Um, well, like you said, uh, you you pretty much kind of said a lot of what I was gonna say. Uh, Seventy four mm-hmm. is, I know for me personally, I don't think it's the greatest film. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. in general, like I said, when you compare it to Halloween '78, it doesn't. To me, Halloween '78 no is like way better, um, mm-hmm. like way better. Like it don't even, it doesn't even like really. It's not really fair, honestly. And mm-hmm. but I still get this movie respect because it was the first one that kind of started being, you know, the the uh, the slasher craze of mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it started the slasher craze of, of how it is now. But it's funny because even in that same year, um, Black Christmas came out, and that's also credited for being the start of the slasher movies. That and came out in '74. Yeah, came out '74. I think oh, like a, I know that. I think like a month or two later, actually, from this one. Wow. Um, and it's funny because to me, uh, Black Christmas is, is is holds up better than, than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I keep talking about other movies, but the thing about it is, it's, it's something like you said, something about it that doesn't hold up as well to me personally. It's just like right. it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just, I can't put a finger on, you know, where it is or what it is, but um, it just doesn't doesn't really hold up as well. And uh, I think you said I recently did a ranking video, and I had it number one just because of the influence, but 
more so you're just more so with the influence rather than like what i loved about it because but what i do like about it is the atmosphere it creates the um the, the, like i said the kills to me in this movie were so realistic that it just felt different than a lot of other stuff um right. what else uh, again again the, the the cinematography is is done really really well i like the idea of like some of the shots that they they choose to put in there like uh at the end when the girl's sitting in the chair they kind of have her laying back and you see like the bulb like it's a person's head and you see her head in it like it's like little shots like that that, that are cool and uh for those who don't know this is based the movie was loosely based off of um that killer in texas who was killing people and yep. using their body parts as like you know decorations and stuff so yeah i heard of that one yeah so knowing that i'm like okay i see what they were doing and i, and I do like it but um again for whatever reason it, it you know I, I i i like it because it's classic and it helps jumpstart horror but just doesn't hold up like the other ones you know um there's just something about it and uh you know with you talking before we um we switch i think i'm starting to realize what it is to me i think it's the premise of um, leatherface period i feel like you have to go out your way to be in danger um with Leatherface, because you gotta go to the house, you gotta do all this. But every other um, character, it's not like that. That's true. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like you have to put yourself in danger in order to be afraid or something to happen with you and Leatherface. And that scare value is just non. I don't know if I have my choice of any one of these that I want to go against. It would probably I feel like I fare better versus um because I'll juke him. That's 74, his his ankles is done. He, he's not catching. Uh, that's a guarantee. Yeah. And, and but like I said, it's, it's the commonality between us is you know it doesn't you know it's something about it, it doesn't hold hold on a lot. And I feel like another that's another reason why you haven't ever been forced to watch them because for whatever reason the 74 one it doesn't really. I, you know, you know, outside of giving it respect for being the first, that's about that's kind of the only thing that it kind of has. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, there are nine movies, and you've only seen three of them. You know what I mean? And and, and that's not because you know you just it's, it's more so because you didn't know. You know what I mean? Like I, mm -hmm. I, I just don't think this franchise is demanding of viewership. And uh, I think it's back to that first one. You know what I mean? Um, so. Uh, kind of blew my mind when I um, was watching your video earlier today and, and nine, I'm like, nine? Yeah. Jeez, there's not even, there's only five Scream films, bro. Like, like how many, I don't even think there, is there even nine Freddies? Like, uh, that's... No, no, I don't think there are nine, no. That's insane. Like, that, that's wild. I, I, that blew me, that blew me in. Like, that took me by surprise, the fact that oh, supposedly the godfather of um, this stuff has nine in there rarely even talked about it it's weird and another thing about 74 that i forgot to bring up that i noticed a lot of his kills were accidental or like none of his doing are easy kills like his first three kills each one of these characters went in the home and ran into him oh yeah mm -hmm. and he, and even the other one um the dude in the wheelchair they were headed to his area he just happens to intercept them like there was not much effort put to it, and when he tried to put effort, he, he, they, the, the she got away. So, mm -hmm. and uh, 
another reason why I asked you, I think it has something to do with this too. Why I had asked you mm-hmm. if there was any type of themes that you could see, you know, in, within mm-hmm. a movie. And point my period, I don't, I don't think there are. There, there are not that many. Okay. You know, there, there just aren't that many themes. And I say that to say, you know, I guess transitioning to the 2022 version. Um. You know, that's one reason why I think this you know, the franchise isn't as strong because there there is no theme to any of the you know any of the films pretty much like. Right. And that's what kind of surprised me when I saw the 2022 version come out and I just saw a bunch of like super fans come out of nowhere. I was just like, <laughs> I've never ever seen anybody mention any of these movies besides the first one. Yeah. Like I'll loosely hear somebody say something about like the O3 version just because it's a remake of the first one. But dog, outside mm-hmm. of those two, I don't hear anybody championing this franchise at all. So mm-hmm. it was kind of baffling for me to see people, you know, take on the 22 version like, oh, it's taking away everything that you could get from the 74 version or the franchise. And I'm just like, dude, what am I missing? Like, you know, I seen some dude on Twitter say like, oh, the 74 version was a metaphor for the energy crisis. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? How did you get that? But see, it was going time, and I'm like, bro, just because a movie takes place during the time that it happens, and they may somewhat hint at it, because in his head, whoever this person was, I'm not gonna say who it was, but in their head, hinting at it was when they went to the gas station and there was no gas, so that equated to no energy crisis. I'm like, bro, that's not the same thing. Like, just because it took place during that time doesn't mean it has a deeper meaning. I'm like, just, it's, it, the only thing I can get from this movie is mind your damn business and. You wouldn't be in the situation. Don't pick up hitchhikers. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It's not, yep. it's not really much deeper than that. And I think that's why it doesn't carry um, a lot of weight over as the movies came through because there's nothing to expound upon. You know what I mean? There's, it's, it's at, at the core of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's literally what we got in 74. Every single movie is like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're all rooted within the same thing. Some travelers come, and they go to the wrong place, look at the face, pops out and kills them. All of them are like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, this is no knock to, knock to it at all, because I actually credit 74 for coming up with that concept back then. You know what I mean? So early. But it seems like the creators after that haven't done anything to elevate it. And I think that's I the reason why this franchise isn't known like that, you know? Because Frey's been elevated mad times. Um... Hell, Halloween has been had mad different takes on it, mm-hmm. different spins. Even Friday Thirteenth, like it, it's it, the spins on Friday Thirteenth come from it's over the top and insane kills. Like, what's the craziest shit we can do? And you get crazier shit every time. But with you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, as somebody who's seen all of them, there's not really much elevation. I'm just being honest. So, uh, mm-hmm. I say all that to say, uh, you know, I guess to move into the, the 22, 22, 2022 version. Excuse me. You got any more thoughts on the seventy four one? Or are you ready to move into the twenty twenty two version? Nah, I'm ready to. Um, I was a little. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little underwhelmed on seventy four. I was expecting something grand because a lot of the OGs of, of these horror franchises that last as long were typically like really, really, really good films and. I don't know. It was, it was not as great as I wanted to, so I don't have much. Okay, I'm gonna ask you. So, watching that, mm-hmm. does it make any effect on the 2022 version, or is it still the same? Because I know like, you watched you mean, it. Like... I know you watched the 74 version after 2022, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, like seeing a 74 in 2022, I feel like those are two different people. I don't. I don't buy that's the same Leatherface. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's that's the only I don't, until a certain extent like the franchise. It's weird because it's exactly what you say. They don't bring anything new to it, but it also doesn't feel. I felt like it was more artistic. Seventy four was way more artistic and more like the director actually tried harder. This one was just like okay. Let's see what's hot right now. Yeah. Halloween Kills is doing this. This franchise is doing that. Let's yeah. just mimic some of that. That's all I got out of that. So no, um, I didn't get much um, from Seventy Four to this one. All right, cool, cool. So, uh, so, so, what is your take on on the twenty twenty two one? Of course, you just gave what you thought about it being a mm. copy of stuff, but any other stuff that you could say about it? Yeah, that's my my biggest gripe with um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, the 2021. I don't hate it. I just, it seems very unnecessary. So to me, like, it holds a lot of weight. Because if you're going to say this is a direct sequel to this or that, like, I feel like there has to be a reason why that is. Like, this film, the direct sequel has to be so great that it erases all these other films, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I felt... Maybe not to, like, 2018, Halloween 2018, I know a lot of people don't feel like it's the second best in the franchise, but to me, I legitimately feel it's uh, number two. And if not, number two, it's close to number two. It's like three or four, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, people could agree. And, and like, like I watched 2018, and I could understand why. Like, I'm like, this is actually pretty good. But here, I'm like, uh, no, man, this... Uh, no, if 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 you if this is the idea you wanted to go, you could have went a better route with it. In my the main reason about that, the film Texas Chainsaw, the the newer one, besides kills, it didn't it didn't it didn't do nothing for me. And and these kills, like what made uh seventy four so special, kills felt real versus like it felt dangerous. But this one it just felt like. I've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. it done better. Like as like me and you disagree. One of the few films we disagree in is on Halloween Kills. I believe I could say you love it, right? I could say you love Halloween Kills. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, me. I I don't hate it. I just don't think it's as good. But watching this film, my appreciation for Halloween Kills definitely went up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because it's almost kind of the same premise. A weaker story, but with your main antagonist going off, doing superb kills. But I felt narratively and as a whole, Halloween Kills felt like a legit film. In comparison to this, it just felt like a collection of great kills with weak um, story and boneheaded throwback characters that do all these stupid decisions and tropes that honestly in some instance brings down the horror genre because you see all these parodies i run i trip i hide under the stairwell and i i, I go into places i'm not so like all these like i feel like the, these parodies are what could hinder the halloween why do you say halloween because the, the horror goat. franchise it, it is and i feel like in 2022 like we're we're farther than that in my opinion it's like when you like when you see where the comic book genre is right now. Mm-hmm. Like we get films like Joker, Justice League, Avengers, like um, Logan. Like in comparison to your spawns from back of the day, 
like the genre has evolved so much yeah but then when you get like um a faint like the newest fantastic four that came out like you're like this doesn't feel right this feels like of the older days like when the genre was lesser than oh yeah like mm-hmm. why are we going back to that i feel like this is what texas chainsaw the newer one is to me and that could also be why it could it could also be because i don't have an attachment to the franchise and the character so seeing um letterface do what he does it just felt like they're mimicking the newer halloween stuff to me that's how i felt about it no, it's funny you say that because I agree with every word you said. <laughs> like, no, like honestly, I wasn't sure. No, 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 because you know, I always say like that's one of, for me personally. That's one of the beauties about horror is because even if mm-hmm. something isn't the greatest, I can still find some, some type of enjoyment out of it. Like, there's still some enjoyment to be had. Like, I think it's just a, I think it's a standard for, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like for the most part, like I think it's a standard slasher movie that that we've seen time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's fun, just with, you know the way they, the kills get handled. But um, mm-hmm. but everything you said is spot on. But part of me also is kind of like, you know, uh, the returning character Sally. Um, oh my God! You know, and again, it goes it, it goes back to what I was saying about the quote unquote fandom for this franchise. I, I think they did what they did because I don't think they think people really give a fuck. To be, to be, to be, I agree. To be hundred, to be honest, like I think they kind of like people don't care about this franchise. So let's, since they brought Halloween back, let's try and do that too. To, you know, to get some, some, some fire started. And that's why it was weird I for agree. me to see so many people come out and be like, they did Sally so wrong. I'm like, bro, I have never, <laughs> ever heard anybody reference Sally from the Chainsaw Massacre ever. I'm like, right. When the fuck did she get a fan club? <laughs> I'm just being real, like. It's weird to me to see people come out of the woodwork talking about them franchise when I've never ever seen it before. And that's why I think they approached it the same way they did. It's kind of like, you know, nobody really cares about this franchise, so let's just copy something that's the most accessible for people to understand. Mm, and, okay. and again, it's not cutting slack, like I'm giving it points for that, but I'm, I just honestly feel that way because when they first announced the movie, nobody was excited on, on in the horror community. I didn't see anybody being like, woohoo, yeah. I didn't see anybody say that. Everyone was kind of like, oh, I, mean, I, I guess. Oh, no, okay. Uh, I might look at it. I was like, oh, that's tight. I, I've been wanting to see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm taking it for what it is. I don't expect it to be great, but hell, let's, let's do it. So I think it's just weird <laughs> to see, you know, such depth put on this this franchise when that shit has never it's been damn near non-existent. I mean, let me not say non-existent because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people out there who love the movies. I'm not saying that. But I'm just talking about the vocal community in which I see that today. I I don't see it. But anyway, I say all that to say, I agree with all your your problems and tropes. I do feel like, you know, it's just a run-of-the-mill slasher movie. It didn't push the genre any any further. Um, It didn't take it it any steps back. I just think it was, um, you know, a a movie there to be made. And uh, I found enjoyment in it. I always like seeing stupid-ass kids get killed. And um. And, and like you said, the decision making is just ridiculous. Like, oh my, like my man stopped the bus and just got off for no reason. And exactly, it did not listen to the reasoning or anything. Just boom, got off. The nigga head got thrown back on it. <laughs> but uh, I was like, damn, <laughs> nigga deserve that. You being so stupid. But uh, one thing I did like though about the movie is the the, the brutality. Like, whew, Jesus, like uh. 
I got something to say about that too, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. No, Dad, what you wanna say? See, I don't know if it's because I'm numb to it, because I, as much crap as I gave um, Halloween Kills, Michael was fantastic. Oh my God, is oh, so brutal. And then I see the newest Scream and Ghostface is just going off. I know where you're going. These insane kills. And I understand. And you. then I understand. I watched this. <laughs> I watched this film. I'm like, really? I'm like. I just seen two previous franchises do this taint, the same type of character, but so much more better. Like these kills felt more like they hit harder. Like th- this this kill just felt like uh, it was a little bit flashier, I guess. Yeah. You're mowing down people with a chainsaw and stuff like that. I'm like, if you're gonna copy and paste, at least do a little better job than it. It was gruesome and I guess gory and brutal, but it just it was lacking in comparison to what we got previously, in my opinion. And it's a little it's it's a, it's, it's sad because to me, before this film or this yeah, I forgot about this franchise legit. In my mind, like the lowest tier like oh, slasher franchise that was going down bad was the Chucky franchise to me. Mm-hmm. Because and now I like I'm hearing how great this TV series is, the Chucky series. So it seems like it's getting a second life. So even Chucky is starting getting elevated. All these characters, Halloween's at his height, Scream is at his height, Chucky's at his height. Jason and Freddy, you don't have to do, you don't ever have to touch another Jason or Freddy film, and they're already like in the like they're at their heights and stuff like that. But. I don't know. Letterface is just going backwards, in my in my opinion. No, I mean, I, I, it's again. I think it all comes from the lack of connection with the franchise in general. Like, for the boys down to you know, I mean, like, oh boy, I'm telling you, if you could see the other one, I, you know, and that may be why I found some entertainment in this one because there's some other uh-huh. ones in this franchise, boy. Worse and worse. Yes, like really. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, like that. There was that. There was that one on your. The last one you had on re, on your review, I started laughing at the end. I because I I think you said, I guess who we thought was Leatherface wasn't Leatherface or something like that. I'm like, wait, what? Have you seen? You never seen Leatherface, right? Uh, that, that's the that's the one you had at number nine, right? Yeah. No, nah, I never seen it. Oh my god, I did that. <laughs> I'm cu- you made me curious to watch it though, just because of that little twist at the end. I'm like, how do you do that with this character? Uh, you you'll see. Like it was, it's the biggest. What the fuck? Like I was just like, no. <laughs> and and like, like, you know what that kind of reminds me of? Uh, that Netflix movie we that came out last year with Jason Momoa and the daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it Sweet Something? Sweet Girl. I forgot what it. That twist. I was literally. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Like I, I'm like, you really want me to believe this shit? That's what I. That's what I was getting when I was all watching your review. I mean, if you watch it, you'll see. Um, you you nah, definitely will see. It and you just be like, this don't even make sense. But uh, and, I, and like I said, I think I think it's because of the, those versions and seeing this one. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I can watch this one in comparison to those other ones. Like, cause like, mm-hmm. like if you, you you saw my if you I, I have 22. 2022 and, and like five. four or five yeah, right number five yeah. and it's sort of four under it are just like what so <laughs> um 
but like like I said, I I'm at the same time I'm not screaming to the top of the hill like this is a great movie. I just had fun with it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I just feel like there's just some like like the response and reaction I'm getting to it is people just, you know, saying like it should be more. I'm like, what what, what Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies are y'all watching? Have y'all seen uh, that that make you believe like it's on some deeper mm. level? I just I don't get that part. That's the part I'm just like I don't I don't understand. I get that. But I'm um, like, but you, oh, to your point, it's probably why the kills don't seem as hard hitting as the other two, is because in Halloween Kills and Scream, the kills were like very personal. Like it, they they felt mm. extremely personal. I mean, like you talking about yep. space uh, space ghost, uh, ghost face stabbing people, looking them in the eyes. Oh my. God. And then you had, you know, Michael just being like extra, bro. That's extra all fucking I think. brutal. Like, jeez. Over the top. Like the dude's head on the stairs. I mean, um, that part, was it... when, 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 when he was taking knives off the knife rack and just. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Shit. <laughs> yo, he wouldn't stop until he used every. Yo, that is insane. Oh my god! Motherfucker broke the broke the, the the kitchen light and then stabbed somebody in the neck. I'm like, dang! Oh my. See, those are what I consider brutal. Yeah, like you doing what you like, just swinging around the chainsaw, and then that little gimmick at the end with that dance that he did from the. I'm like, why are you doing that? You don't deserve that. Stop <laughs> it. That came out of nowhere. You know, and this is a spoiler review, so if you're listening, um, but that kill. At the end with the the um the sister, yeah. What? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, that threw me for Bro, a fucking loop. I was like, what? <sighs> like at first, I'm like, all right, they didn't go for a headshot. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, okay, so he's not dead. But for him to just sm- rip her out the car, and I'm like, bro, stop it. In a fluid motion. Stop dude. it. Yes, I'm like really. After all that, he, okay. I did like that. Also, how, how they framed it. How it was like. It was all. Oh in, yeah, that was, shot was. It was all in one take. I was like, wow, that's pretty. Jeez. And if he really wanted to, that car was going so slow, he could have chased after the sister room. Yeah, I think like, I if you were quick enough being, to come out there. He's being petty though. Nigga is holding the head up to her. Like that's. Yo, for real, he really was. <laughs> he said, "Fuck your sister, nigga." <laughs> and the, you know how I know. They had no plans or had no idea what they're doing with the sequel. How they treat, how they treated the quote-unquote legacy character that came back from. I'm like, that's what you had her doing. Because nobody gave like, a fuck about her, bro. That's why. You don't even know, you don't even know her like, name, nigga. You don't even know her name. Yeah, I, I really don't. And, nobody and knows her name. Like, <laughs> and that's not even really her. You know that, right? I think it is her, right? No, that 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 the real one. She, I, guess, I think she passed away a few years ago. Oh, I thought it really was her. No, it was, I had to look it up. It, it, it's it's somebody different. It's just an actress playing her. But um, maybe that's why they did that. But it it, it was odd to me. Leatherface didn't care who you were. He was killing people, and for him, and for her to go in in his room, not realizing who she was, and then even try to kill him and just walk past. I'm like, that was odd. I found that weird. No, there's supposedly one thing about this movie is there was a lot of like stuff behind the scenes that they wanted to do. What you mean? Um, I think it like uh, I'm trying to find it. I think I think it got the hands got passed quite a few times with, with, with the production. I can see that. 
I could definitely see that. I think the original director came on to um, mm-hmm. to direct, and then I think they fired him like when production was when it was going into production. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. I, should... I don't know. Call me crazy. In comparison to all these other films, I feel like Texas Chainsaw should be like screen. Like the concept should be something that shouldn't be this hard to execute to make a great film, in my opinion. I mean, no, I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't think it's um, it should be too difficult to do that. But you know, again, I I, I I think going into it like with the franchise not being that 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 Helm is one of the greatest. I mean, they kind of think just throw some shit at the wall, whatever. <laughs> but um, any more thoughts on that before we move on? No, I think I think I got it. Um, I, I got it on my chest. All I, I have to say. All right, Beddington. So, um, switching gears a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange two trailer fully dropped. Um, Super Bowl. Um, what are your thoughts? Bro, I felt like I was on LSD, bro. God damn, watching that trailer. That shit was. It, it was a trip. I it it blew my mind because I I was not expecting them to go as hard as they went and to show as much as they went. As they did. I need to know who pissed off Marvel, bro. Who, like, whoever pissed off Marvel after Endgame came out, bro. Because they've been snapping. Minus uh, maybe uh, Black Widow, who's technically wasn't even supposed to come out last year. Every single film that came out had this ridiculous, huge scope. Like, Shang-Chi, that third act, I was insane. And um, Eternals, End of the World with, um, I forgot, what were they called again? Those big... Celestials? Um, yeah. Damn, L on my part. Huge scope. No Way Home, because the scope getting any bigger than... And then now you're watching this, like, it's insane. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what drug uh, Kevin Feige's on. Keep it up. It'll do more. Yeah, I, I love the trailer. And, um, and I take the hugest L ever, because... I don't know how I didn't realize that was Patrick Stewart's voice. And like, it's it's so sad because I heard him speak. And I'm like, oh, damn, yo, that voice sounds familiar. Oh, I yeah. Who that is. On that scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And then and then I, later on, I'm seeing on Twitter and then Darren saying, oh, that's Patrick Stewart. And then you rewatch him like, well, duh. And I'm like, fuck, that's in hell. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it was amazing, bro. It was amazing. If that's really the Illuminati, if that's what they're... That's kind of smack in the face if it is Illuminati because... If you know the story and what perspires with um, the Hulk, that, that 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 that's gonna get me hot, bro. Cause you're just. Ugh. Anyways, yeah, the trailer was fantastic, bro. I cannot wait to watch it. It honestly, it was in my most anticipated. I think at like eight or nine, it's easily top five most anticipated film of the year. I I haven't been this excited for an MCU film possibly since Infinity War Endgame, bro. Like, there's something, like, I was excited for No Way Home, of course, so, like, seeing uh, Toby, Andrew, and stuff like that, but it was just the Spider-Man. This uh, Doctor Strange is so much grander. You know, the possibility of having all these Marvel characters from all over the, like, different universes. You know, I'm talking about Patrick Stewart's 
X-Men. Who knows who else will show up in there? Like, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm excited, man. For real. Possibilities are literally endless, yo. Like, endless. There's like a frame in it. Like, it's, it's some frame when he's falling in like through dimensions and like in, mm-hmm. like in the shattered glass. You can see like mm-hmm. the, like like one of the cartoon universes like yes and I'm just like how fucking deep are we going like yeah exactly I'm like how like what so that absolutely crazy I mean the trailer was just almost too much like it's just like <laughs> like I didn't even react to it because I didn't have enough energy to because I didn't know I didn't I didn't even know what to say <laughs> like. <laughs> It just, it just was, it's it just a lot, bruh. Like, I mean, you had Zombie Strange, you had, you know, uh, the Dark Strange, you had a, a variant of Strange and from a different universe. Uh, I mean, just the fact mm. that when, um, well, dang, what, what, what's, what's this man's name that turned on him? I forgot what his name is. Um, oh, damn, it starts with an M. Yeah, sort of him, but, but when, when he's like, you got to an answer for your, you know, your crimes. And he was handcuffed, and he was getting walked walked to like somewhere by Ultron bots. I was like, okay, yes, we know who this is, right? Like, it's pretty clear that this is the Illuminati. And it's mm-hmm. just like seeing that and seeing a bloody version of Wanda, um, Scarlet Witch. And it's just, oh man, it's a lot. <laughs> It's, it's a whole lot like then pairing that with yes. the rumors that we've heard like about what's gonna go down and and then it's and then the number, the number one thing that has me super excited mm-hmm. is directed by Sam mm-hmm. Raimi with all his flair do you do y'all understand what we about to get because mm. based on this trailer they let that man loose from 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 what they I can sure see did. He is let loose. He ain't get held back at all. Like, <laughs> I mean, the color. The, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably could be the most beautiful Marvel film of them all. Mm. I mean, the cinematography. Like, there's no gray areas here. Uh, it's wacky right up his alley. I think there was a shot of. Oh man, it's just so much, bro. Like just the fact that he, you know, he, in the beginning when he's like, you know, I go to sleep and I have the same nightmare over and over. I'm like. Are, are we doing this? Yep. Are, are we really going to do this? Are, are, are we going to get a little nightmare somewhere? Are we going to get a little Mephesto somewhere? <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what? Because I'm like, if Doctor Strange did all the shit he did in No Way Home, and it wasn't his mm-hmm. movie, what is going to happen in this movie? Mm. Like, Jesus, man, like, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm watching that trailer, and I just don't even—I can't even say nothing. I'm just like, I don't even know what to feel right now because this, this is too much. I'm glad that you brought up that. I forgot my number one reason, believe it or not, for being excited for this Doctor Strange um, film, and you brought it up, and that's Wanda, bro. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love what the MCU has been doing lately with her character. The fact when she was first introduced to me, maybe it's because it's in one of my least favorite uh, MCU films in Age of Ultron. So her character, uh, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of. I didn't feel like she brought much <clears throat> to the MCU, but with WandaVision, and it actually kind of started in Infinity War. 
Elizabeth Olsen's acting and oh, she has such epic one-liners. First with um, I think it was an Endgame when Thanos was like, "I don't even know who you are." Oh, but you will. It's just her <laughs> delivery, her affliction. How like in when she was talking to Doctor Strange, you do all this, you become a hero. And then I become, and I know I'm butchering it and how she delivered that line. I'm like, yo, I felt the chills. I'm like, this, Wanda's character has easily become one of my favorite characters in the MCU. The writing is amazing. The, the acting, everything about this character is fantastic. She's not one dimensional. She wants a family. She's dealing with grief. She, oh my God, her, it, it's, it's, it's amazing, bro. It really is amazing. And before this film even came out and I and I knew, or they said it would be, it would be connected to Doctor Strange. I'm like, oh, she, she's going full bad. And then they, they try to trick you with that first trailer that they um, sent out, but this one, ain't no doubt about it, bro. She going ham. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait, yo. This Wanda character, ugh. Bravo, bravo, from taking one of my least favorite characters to making it one of my favorite characters in the MCU. I'm ecstatic, bro. All I can think about is like, I'm thinking about the House of M comic book, man. Like, yes. I'm, I'm just like. Oh, you know, now, now with, with, with what they did is definitely gonna take effect in here somehow. Like, I'm waiting for, when she utters, <laughs> when she utters those words, though. Yep. No more mutants. Yep. Well, this time, I, obviously, I don't think she could say that because which is weird. This is it's even more confusing because secondly, there's <clears throat> not supposed to be any mutants in the MCU. But if that's Patrick Stewart, that just goes against it. So I don't know what Bro, they're gonna do. After No Way Home, it's it's literally no holds bar. Like facts. I mean that 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 movie in general is like doing the impossible. Like fans have always talked about this ever since Tom Holland stepped into the shoes of Batman of Spider Man. They're like. It would be cool if all three of them got together, like in a movie. Like I've heard, I've heard that since he came, since he first arrived in Civil War, I heard that. I was mm -hmm. like, it would be cool if he came, and, and they all three was in a movie, and they fucking all did three, it. Like concept art turns into reality. How wild is that? That that, that like yo, like I'm telling you, that. No, D. I, I feel sorry for DC because now they're letting. <laughs> No Way Home do the multiverse first, and now Doctor Strange as well, all before The Flash comes out. I'm like, mm -hmm. bro, what's left for them at this point? What are we gonna... <laughs> what are we gonna... Like, just to bring out geriatric Batman. I'm like, all right. See, now you better get me that. started again, man. Like, <laughs> I, I tried to be quiet about this kind of thing. I kid, I kid, I kid. I'm like... I'm not gonna lie, um, Michael Keaton, Batman. I do love his um his Batman. This is all jokes. Um, so just you know, all you jokes. love his Batman but, when he was in '89 and when he was in Returns, like word way before even listen, before I was I wasn't even born in '89. I'm trying to be optimistic about this, bro. Like I'm 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 really trying to be optimistic. Like, <laughs> this, this, and I, and we've had we've had talks about like you know you just gotta wait and see what they do you know wait till flashy mm -hmm. you know it all could make sense and you are right it all could make sense but bro what the fuck is going on what the fuck are we doing that's the million dollar question what the fuck is going on like, we, we know oh. i think where they screwed up at this movie don't what they were in then damn what's still in february huh yeah so this movie doesn't come out till november 
they you you have to keep a lid on stuff like that, bro. Don't start doing promotional discs. Don't show footage a whole year out, bro. Like, cause now you're just like, and it's like this movie is supposed to be as big as it is, like, and and we don't know anything about it, but yet you're showing footage. It's just yeah, it's such a bad. Should have waited. Yeah, and I I think you shouldn't. Put in footage out until you're willing to give some direction about what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don't get that's me my wrong, issue. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, go on. No, I'm just saying that's one of my issues is we're just in the dark. You know, we don't know nothing. You don't know mm-hmm. anything. You know, yeah, for seeing footage is cool, but like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But uh, what you yeah, was in so like, now I still have. I'm I'm still gonna play the wait and see game because I feel like. What they're trying to tackle is so big, just like in No Way Home and even Doctor Strange. Like it's so big, you kind of have no choice but to do it right. Because one false move, it could all go bad. So I have a like I, I'm optimistic that it's gonna go right. I I am. I, I have a feeling they must have some type of plan. It's me. You know how I am. I'm big on writing. Writing to me is. Is the number one we've had this conversation back and forth so you know how i feel about it so christina hobson um i've only seen i believe two films that she wrote one is um birds of prey and the bumblebee film and i could definitely say the writing of the films weren't bad that's for sure so I don't know if that boosts But I mean, confidence. what is that saying, though? They're not bad. Like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. saying. It doesn't boost any confidence. Yeah, like, you're not saying it was fantastic. Like, you know. Well, Bumblebee, shit, that's still not saying much. I'm going to say it's the best one since the first one, but that's not saying much again. You know what, damn? I'm digging myself in the whole hour and I. I'm about to say, you're trying to be optimistic, and I get where you're coming from, but it's just like. I don't know, man. Like, if I'm going to pick which one's going to work. <laughs> Out of any film, if we, if we talking about between how the Marvel's gonna handle handle the multiverse and how DC's gonna handle mm-hmm. the multiverse, if I had to pick which one I think is gonna work, I'm definitely think Strange. I think Marvel kind of has it. Um, oh, it's already done. Like they no no way home already. Any fears? I, I believe I, I didn't. I never said this publicly. I think it was just you directly. Like before No Way Home came out, I was worried. I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna butcher it. Uh, there's no way. Shit, me too. Uh, there's too much going on, but I, I shut up, bro. You remember? You, you remember in the, in the group chat when the, that final trailer mm-hmm. dropped, and oh yeah, you know, I was talking to y'all, and, you, and y'all was like, you, you asked me, was I hype? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, bro, this is a yeah, tall order, bro. Like, this is a very tall yeah. order. I don't know if they can do it. Cause I'm telling you right now, if they fuck up my favorite Spider-Man, I'm going to be <laughs> very upset, and I'm going to be right. very vocal about it. But they, they made a top tier comic book movie, bro. Yeah, you know what? That's a good thing we're talking about this. I think we should do an audio um, for, for for a topic because we're talking about Doctor Strange trailer, but another trailer did come somewhat came out in that same week, and it's and it's um, the DC trailer the all uh, four that we, we right. gotta speak on that oh yeah yeah, yeah we, we can't just sweep that under the rug oh yeah let's talk so what's your, what was your what was your thoughts on it I saw your um, video but I think you know you, you have more time to expound on it as a whole because it's first looks to all four and I repeat four films that are coming out from DC as a whole this year and one that's coming out next week that um, I don't have 
I don't know. I, I don't think I know as much, you know, words to explain how I feel about Batman. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But what's your thoughts on I mean, first that of all, the Batman movie? is an instant classic. It's going to be one of those movies <laughs> that, you know, you know how we's going rambling on, talking all this crazy stuff about Doctor Strange? Well, right. Batman is, is, is it's going to be better than that. I'm sorry. I don't, hey, hey. People want to look mm-hmm. at me crazy, but I'm calling it how I see it. The Batman is something special. It's going to be different. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. This is some shit that's going to transcend the genre of comic book movies. Like I do agree with that. Like, motherfuckers it is going to watch this and going to be like, okay, this is different. This mm-hmm. is different. Like the same way Joker did when people was like, oh, this is different. Like, can, can, mm-hmm. we, can we do one of those? The Batman is going to be another one of those movies where it's like... That's a rarity too. Wow. Like, wow. So... Off rip Batman. I mean, we don't even talk about it. We'll talk about it next week uh, mm-hmm. when the movie drops. We're gonna do another episode. The whole shit is gonna be about Batman deep dive. So you damn right. Off rip. Uh uh. And the crazy thing is, film. You ain't even seen the footage that I seen because I know you've been actively nope. dodging stuff. So I've seen almost every single thing that's dropped. And oh, oh my god. Like, there's one scene I know for a fact that when you see this shit, you are going to lose nah. it. Bro, just the two trailers I've seen alone, bro, I lost it. So I could I could only imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like, so much so, right, that I did a video mm. on one of these scenes um, on my YouTube. But I didn't put what the video was actually about in the title because I know you don't want to see spoilers. I don't want to spoil that for you. So I just changed the name of what it what it is was it the chase the um i think it said something about chasing yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i didn't click on it i'm like oh batman related yeah that's one of and the see, videos i ain't watching and what i could have done was uh-huh. put the spoiler title for what it actually is uh-huh. but i was like you know what i don't want to mess film up so i'm gonna change it and incredible scene so batman is just another level but um talk about the other stuff um I guess we can kind of go through each of them and give our thoughts. Uh, yep. So I think after the Batman trailer, it was like some more footage of Black Adam. And oh my lord. Black Adam, that motherfucker right there. Like, <laughs> like again, like how we was just giving Marvel their like flowers about stuff. Mm-hmm. Watching this teaser made me realize why I am such a fan of the DC movies. Mm. More so than the Marvel ones because I'm just like... When you look at this Black Adam trailer, this, this teaser, like the cinematography alone from this little 10 second clip mm-hmm. sets the tone. The Rock is actually acting. Mm. We got to see Hawkman in his armor. Mm. And it's not and, and it's not even the full, it's not even finished. We got to see him display his powers. That's just that shot of him floating with them two helicopters on each side of him and his cape flapping in the wind <laughs> bruh we saw fucking Dr. Fate Dr. Fate speaking of Dr. Strange we saw Dr. Fate uh we saw what's, what's my man name we saw the Atom Hawkman we saw Hawk, yeah. the Hawkman the Atom like this is these are JSA characters yep so that yeah, that, that boosted my hype, safe to say. Like <laughs> I'm looking forward to Black Adam Adam a lot. Uh what, what about you? Yeah, you pretty much took all all the words out of my mouth, man. I couldn't say it better myself. What 
um, prior to seeing like any real footage, I'd say the film or one of the films from DC this year that worried me the most, I'd say um, Black Adam would definitely be it. It's and because to me the director and hand hasn't really done anything that wild me and um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I love him as a guy. He seems like an awesome dude. But as far as his Maybe not just his acting, but his film choices of late. They've, they haven't done much for me. Like the last film from him that I thoroughly enjoyed has been, it's, it's been a while. So I was a little hesitant. And then <laughs> that clip started playing. I see his afflictions, his mannerisms, everything about him changed. It's so weird to me how this man has no prosthetics on. It's just his real face. But I don't see Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I legit see Black Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to. See, I don't know how how that's possible because it's still him. The way he looks in damn near every other film. But I don't see The Rock here. Everything about him screams Black Adam. Cinematography looks gorgeous. Absolute gorgeous. I know some people have complained about that golden hue to it. I feel like it's it's fitting what they're going for perfectly. Mm-hmm. Hawkman is one of my favorite characters that I don't typically talk much about. I never, I honestly never thought we'll be seeing Hawkman live action because as as far as of DC characters that you could tackle, I thought it would be, you know, he would be down. But seeing him, but seeing a different version of him was dope. Them wings spread open. I was like, yo, Black Falcon who, bro? For real. (laughs) That's all I had to say. God damn. Get him to doctor. Yes, Dr. Fate. The, oh, my God. That costume looked wonderful. Mm. Ooh, Pierce Bronson. Yo, I can't. I can't stop blowing. This trailer, this one-minute clip, whatever, out of all the films, well, the film that benefited the most to me was Black Adam, bro. My hype for this film has skyrocketed. It could still be bad because we don't know much about the film. Like, we've just seen a collection of and amazing clips, but it from what I've seen, man, amazing job, yo, absolutely amazing. So yeah, and the crazy I think thing I is, spoke more about that's just about it than the clip was, and that wasn't even a full trailer. So it's just like exactly, like oh man, oh, oh. see, I see now. I'm starting to see what happens when the Rock is passionate about something. Please somehow somebody get in his ear and tell him do more passion projects, bro. If this is the type of level that we're going to get, I'm talking about the film like we've already seen it, but damn. I mean, it was a sight to see, though. It's a sight to see, like, mm-hmm. all of this stuff come to life. We were just like, wow, okay. That's for sure. So, uh, I guess next in the list is Aquaman 2. They didn't really show much about it, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't even know how to even give thoughts on it. <laughs> I, I'll go ahead first, just in case, so you could uh, think about it. Uh, as far as Aquaman, what we saw, it's um, out of all these films that are coming out besides the Batman, it's probably the film that I'm least worried about. Like, I, f- I have little to no fears as far as what we're going to get from this film. So they didn't oh, yeah, really I, have to I show agree. me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have to show me much of anything. You showed me some cool shots of uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Him on that, I don't know, is it throne, what, whatever he's sitting gorgeous seeing that new suit she was hard. gorgeous mm. and what i like they decided the first few shots that were officially seen from him 
is him being serious. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that was done on purpose. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of any shot. I'm pretty sure this this was shot. There's a lot of footage for this, and to decide all serious tones, him not smiling not one time. I feel like that's what the type of film we're gonna get, and yeah, that's what that, sign me up for that, man. I have no fears or worries about it. Yeah, I'm really hoping that, that that's the tone, the, the tonal shift that they make. I really want to, want this to be a serious Aquaman film because you know I've, I've described it on here um, that. I like that serious tone that they took in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Every time you've seen the Atlanteans, how serious it was. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be that serious. I'm not saying it has to be super serious, but I would like to see a little less hokiness um, go on and, you know, kind of kind of give us that, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? That the more mythic, um, mm-hmm. the, the more mythic feel to it rather than, you know, how it was the last time. So I'm, I'm hoping that's what that's what happens. Shit, they better get it right with supposedly Namor coming a month before it comes out. Are they still doing that movie? Yeah, it comes out in November. Oh, we, yo, a week after Flash. It's fucking stupid. Like, I, like... <laughs> that is insane. First of all, why is the Flash and Aquaman only coming out a month apart? I think they're gonna change that. I mean, you you have they to. gotta like like that that makes zero sense to have them back to back. Like you just cut the legs off of, of yes of Flash doing that. Give Flash in September or October, bro. Yeah, yeah. September is probably the best bet. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the next movie. Um... Mm. <laughs> What's, what's the, mm. Because I know what we're about to talk about next, bro. I mean, we kind of covered it. We always talked about it. Yeah, about, true. Uh, you know. It's tall. Yeah, we technically did. It's, it's a tall order, man. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Like, uh, the, the footage that they showed didn't do anything to, to, to ease my worry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a tall order, dog. Like, tall, 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 tall order. What you got to say? Yeah, uh, it didn't do anything whatsoever to ease my worry because it didn't really show much. All they did is like, I'm like, all right, this film's gonna look good. I love, I absolutely love the new suit, but that helmet, boy, whew, god damn. Yeah, they gotta get that shit right. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's. I now I'm starting to see why it's like bulky, almost like a motorcycle helmet because of the lenses. But I feel like there's still a way that you can make it closer and trim it down where the lenses do come out. It doesn't have to be that. It, it looks odd. It looks out of place and to me. So I, I think I, they, they got to fix that. But it looked good, though. What I've seen, everything I've seen from it looks wonderful. But um, as far as narrative and anything, it, it didn't do much of anything for me. But yeah, Barry looks dope. Love, love, love what I've seen from the new suit. Yeah, that's all. All right, so um, keeping it DC, uh, Peacemaker. Mm. Let me hear it. What's what, what your thoughts? Dog, I love this. I, I absolutely loved this show, bro. It caught me by surprise because I, I believe, yeah, I was getting, I've been, I've been getting teased by you and Darian, uh, left and right, before this came out. I wasn't teasing you. Um, in the group chat. Yeah, okay. Stop it. DC fandom came out. Came out. We saw the trailer. Yo, it was, it was, it was World War Three for me, bro. I was ducking for cover left and right in, in that group chat. No, I didn't know. That's Darren was going in. That was not me. I was, I was, that was not me. 
But like I'm saying all that to say that I sort of agreed with y'all because um that trailer did absolutely I don't know how that happened. Because obviously what we've seen is what's in the it it really like it does matter. Context really does matter, bro. Like seeing like this show was fantastic, bro. The, um it's it's James Gunn that makes this show work because he's a mastermind. He the fact that he wrote every single episode like this it's insane they took this peacemaker character who from the suicide squad was a douchebag scumbag anything that you could think of and they did a complete 180 to his character bro he by the end of the show like he's somebody that you could resonate with you could feel with and you could somewhat understand and feel bad for him because of his upbringing and a terrible father bro but the show was just so fucking great, bro. It was batshit crazy at the right times. It was heartfelt at the right time. It tackled a lot of um, topics that I didn't necessarily think that it would. Not one episode that I disliked. And that whole fucking cast, bro, was amazing. Every last one of the the cast members I loved, bro. It's, yeah, I, I, I loved it, bro. Peacemaker it's easily DC's best show that I uh, that I've seen so far. So yeah, that's how that's my short um, little synopsis on Peacemaker, and then I might come back to it later. What you think about it? Man, I hate that sounds plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's what everybody expected you to say, right? Yeah, they are. They are. No, Peacemaker was good though. Like, like honestly, um, and I, I told you, I told you this myself. What are you laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> No, cause I, cause I, like before, like I spoke to you last week. What you just said that I, I wholeheartedly expected to hear that shit from you, bro. No, I, I, I really did not think you liked the show. No, I ain't no hater, my G. Um, but uh, I ain't gonna lie. I went into this like I loathed it. I was like, oh my god, cause um, I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of the Suicide Squad. Like, I just wasn't. Right. Um, I mean, for me personally, the Suicide Squad, a lot of the characters were too similar in in the humor department. So it just was, it was kind of like hard to get through it. And I thought that's what Peacemaker was going to be. But watching the whole show, like I honestly wish, like for me personally, I wish the Suicide Squad was more like this. Um, Because I just love the character dynamic, man. The character dynamic in this Mm -hmm. show is excellent. Um, like you know, you have Peacemaker with his crude type of humor, you have Vigilante with his crude type of humor, and um, who's the other person that, and, and even his dad. Like you have you have certain characters that are like that, but mm-hmm. the other side of that coin is you have characters that you know are, are more serious and even have different types of humor, so they play off each other pretty well. So I, I really like like for this show, the best thing that stood out for me is the character dynamic. It, 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 it just I just really enjoyed that a lot um, you know the Suicide Squad you don't really get I didn't get really anything as far as Peacemaker like other than this facade that he puts up and watching this show now I can see where that comes from in the Suicide Squad like oh this is a facade for, for, for actively trying to make people hate him and be a douchebag because he doesn't know it. he doesn't trust anybody anyway and um I just really enjoyed seeing them delve deeper into his character and you know the whole group in general they all have you know character arcs that eventually get met 
but it doesn't sideline the main story of the butterflies. And I think that was great writing. You know, everybody, you know, we have characters that parallel each other. It's 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 a thing of trust. The whole show is about trust. I feel like, um, do you have somebody you can trust? And I just really, really like it made me smile when they went on that mission and they got back in the truck and they were like, oh, like you know, you see the camaraderie yeah. there and taking selfies and you kind of see everybody start to like put the walls down and it's that's the moment you're like okay this is what it's about yeah you know i mean and um <clears throat> yeah i i enjoyed it I, I i think the humor worked for me better again being dick types of humor it was some really good action too really really good uh, surprisingly good like um like the fight between uh hardcore and 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 the, and the, and the little dude in the green in the hotel room sheesh that's some john yep um Vigilante in, in the final battle, like the way he was getting Vigilante in. Vigilante like, is so dope, bro. Like, and, and I just love the character dynamic because, you know, going into Peacemaker, you think Peacemaker is this, you know, killer who does who will kill anybody and he has no heart. But that's that, that uh, episode when they find a butterfly and, you know, hardcore is telling him to shoot him and you kind of see him like, he can't do it. He's shaking. He's like, I can't. And I just love when Vigilante's like, hey, Chris, step aside. And he, mm. and he just calmly walks up, grabs the gun, yes. and he's just whistling, shooting people. I was like, this is some cold shit. Like, whew. But um, I, I really love all the dynamic, bro. Like, the dynamic is great. I, I love the twist when, you know, the main officer, I forgot what, what his name is, but the dude leading their, their task, their, their group, when it was revealed he was a butterfly himself. You know, mm. in the episode, I was like, "Holy shit, he's a butterfly!" And then it's revealed. Call me off guard. Yeah, and then it's revealed that, like, oh no, I'm trying to help the humans, you know, species. Um, like, great show. Like every character that that we spend time with is an integral piece of the story. And I really mm. love that and appreciate that about the writing because so many times you'll see shows, especially TV shows. It's, it's it, it happens more in TV shows because you know it's longer, you know, work hours or whatever. But they got a lot of pointless ass characters that don't mean shit. You know what I mean? And yep, CW. I, mm-hmm. And 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 I can really say that every character that got screen time and got actual lines served a purpose. And um, yeah, overall, I mean, great show. I think Peacemaker is better than all the Marvel shows. To be real, like if we being funky, um, Peacemaker. Oh. Like Disney Plus Marvel shows in there, right? Of course. Like, okay. I, I would never disrespect Daredevil like that. Come on. Okay, just just making sure. Dare, Daredevil's on a different tier. Like, that's not even. <laughs> you can't even compare anything to that. So no, I'm not talking about that. But uh, I was just making sure, man. Because hey, bro, you know the kind of shit I like. Come on. But um, with that, I agree with almost the Disney. Sh- the only show that you know, I do agree because <clears throat> I do love Wonder Vision, but they they fumbled that, that last ep- yeah oh. yeah. I rewatched the but whole season one. recently, and that last episode. Oh, you rewatched it? Yeah, and it is so mm. good up until that last episode. And that last, yep. it's just kind of like what? Agreed. So, so yeah, um, surprising to everybody. I I enjoyed the hell out of Peacemaker. That that caught me by the I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Surprise, surprise. But damn it, this this show surprised me uh, myself as well because I I've never really been impressed with John Cena as an actor, man. And 
they John James Gunn really like a lot of the times he's very good at masking um, certain actors' weaknesses and weak actors. Period. But I felt like he let um, Cena loose somewhat because he had some heavy like emotional parts that he was able able to convey in a very realistic way, man. Like, and a lot of these characters are so, so they're not one dimensional. They're exactly. Heavy yeah. layered. Like a dude like Vigilante, when you're first introduced to him, cornball goof. Oh boy! Like you know, I, His first introduction, I didn't know what to make. Yes, I, I, like literally, I think the first episode when he pulled up and he was acting the way he was, I'm like, I'm about to fucking hate this show, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm about to hate him. I'm about to hate Peacemaker. I'm about to hate this show in general, though. Like, yeah. When I first saw him, I think it was in the trailer, and he, I think it was humping what a saw or whatever he was. I'm like, bro, what is this? And then, like, it's that one scene too. I think that's when I first noticed the layers that um, like these characters have, especially with Vigilante. Like when he brought it up when they wanted um Peacemaker to shoot the family and stuff like that, and he saw how he was struggling and he took over for him. Like I'm like, damn. That, that's that, that's that's some real deep shit. Like that's some shit you do for somebody you really care. And then the also when he found out what Peacemaker's childhood was like, having the pops like that, and then he went into the jail cell just to oh my god, and then dealing with the you know the racist uh, all that and like the the dialogue he had. Like I I really really enjoyed um, his character and and these characters. Period, bro. Like none of these characters. And this was amazing dial um character arc for all these characters for an eight episode like all these characters from the episode one are complete opposites of what they are at the end of these episodes like yeah almost all of these characters I could say was what's her name hard um hardcore yeah she was a not the nicest person but she softened up like everybody like built trust they did a complete. 80. I, I, I really loved um, that aspect. But yeah, this was a, a great show, great writing. Um, and I, I love the little cameo at the end. So I, everybody could, you know, say what they want to say about it. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, that, I don't really understand. The, the, I'm not going to get on that. Yeah. The discourse is weird. I'm like, uh, he's on my Beyond fucking, weird. you know. I'm like, bro, it's, it's, it's Jason Momoa. Like, it's not out of his wheelhouse of something he'll say. Same with Ezra Miller. I mean, they're like the jokey like side of the league like this really exactly. sense. those characters exactly like now, that, that was wonder like you said like mm-hmm. whole different story but come on and i think gun understood that as well that's why he chose those characters to to speak or or, or whatever that was but um and yeah that that action really surprised me bro yeah mm-hmm. like it's just, at the end of the day this is a comic book um show and you need action. You can't just have straight. This is not a drama. You don't. You can't just have straight dialogue and great um, drama and stuff like that. You need that action aspect. Who that last fight, bro? That shit was fire. Yeah, it was. God damn. Yeah, yeah. And usually, I'm not a big fan of when you have three separate characters fighting at the same time. And you cut to this, you cut to that. I feel like it can be very wonky. And like you, you, you miss certain aspects, but how it was directed and framed, you got to see everything perfectly, bro. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually surprised with, with James Gunn directing on that one. Like he would have, it'll have mm-hmm. somebody fighting on the left, and um, 
then the camera kind of moved to the right in the same frame showing them fighting but behind them you see vigilante slicing people up i'm like oh man that's that's great like bro the combos the combos oh my god i feel like i was watching some motor combat type shit bro street fighter shit i'm telling you like like Get you were the right mm -hmm. the key man. the key to good fight scenes is all about the choreography bro like when the choreography is Fantastic. down pat by the person you don't there's no need for you to do all that goddamn cutting and and yeah. you know shaky camera like let oh we I, you don't know about this but in a future episode i got something to say about that i'm, I'm gonna keep this one on close to the vest because my, uh, yeah, I, I just leave that at that, bro. Hold we on, what? Have some fun conversation, but we're gonna have a conversation, not in this um, episode, but about what? Yeah. Oh, uh, I can't, I can't let that out on air, bro. We gotta talk about that, or maybe off air. Wait, 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 Completely, completely. Took me by surprise, man. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's coming from me. So anybody knows me. <laughs> you probably yep, like yep, yep. he's saying that, but um, <laughs> you know, film wrap up for a reason, and you know, it's been kind of a little bit stale, you know, as far as rap lately. But a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it has. But what hasn't been stale was the Super Bowl show. Wanted to just touch on mm -hmm. that a little bit. Um, the Dr. Dre, the Dre Day halftime performance. Um, what, what were your thoughts on that joint? Bro, that's my childhood right there, tied up in a nice little bowl. <laughs> like I was, I was ecstatic, dog. Absolute. Even that, and that little surprise too by Fifty. Oh yeah. Um, Come out the floor. <laughs> yeah, bro, that, that that caught me off guard. I, man, I think that was big for hip hop in general. That's huge. In a, yeah, man, in a stage like that, it was, it was great to see, bro. It it, it brought back a lot of great memories, bro. Like music. <clears throat> to me is so powerful like film is one thing but i feel like you have to actually be watching it and stuff like that but music yeah yeah it's a short little segment or whatever you hear it like it it could take you back to that moment and it, it, it felt great bro it felt like it was um you know it, it, was, it was just throwing homage and respect to these great artists that we have throughout the year bro and this big ass stage like that i was Beyond brutal fit. What about you, man? Oh, same here. Like I'm, I'm sitting here watching my childhood, man. Like you know, when you hear that, that, yeah, that you know, still Dre come on, you know, and oh my god, like the way that joint just flips. You can see when he get to fifty, and you know he's in the roof. Eminem performing "Lose Yourself." Just Snoop and Dre just up there, like just, just, just like the same partnership that we saw this whole time, man. Uh, icing on the cake, man. K Dot out there. Like, yes. I mean, almost forgot about K Dot. You, you just, you, you just can't like ask for a better like rap show, you know, on a big stage than that, man. Like it was just my childhood wrapped up in 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 a ten minute uh, performance, yo. Like, mm -hmm. I just. Like, I, I literally watched it, like, four times. Like, cause I'm just like, this, this shit is amazing, yo. Like, right. Because, yeah, I mean, that's all I can say, bro. Like, it's just, it, it, it was amazing um, to see all of those people come together. And it, it just makes you appreciate Dre, too, his producer ear. Mm -hmm. You know? 
having, the, having that leg and you know having a hand in all of these careers and providing them with so many hit records. Every last one of them. And well, I don't know about Mary J. Blige. Yeah, the songs she performed is the ones he produced. Mm, okay. Yeah, and, and he definitely gave her some more hits. But um, yeah, everybody on there that performed, he gave them um a piece of whatever song they performed. Mm. So yeah, raise that, raise that dude, man. When it comes to producing, like talented too, got on the piano like it was nothing. Yeah, for real. Started just playing that shit. I was like, damn. God damn. Yeah, man. Couldn't agree more. Definitely. But yeah, so um, unless you got anything else that you want to add to this episode, this is uh, pretty much it. Short and sweet. You got anything else you want to uh, bring up? Nah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. I, you know. Yeah, so I, I'll just say this now. You might be expecting something a little different going forward, depending how everything plays out. Just keep an eye and uh, we have a nice little treat coming for you guys in the future and like I said earlier in the beginning, like all the listeners that are still listening, much appreciated. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So bless, where, blessing where emoji. Blessing emoji. Yes. Um, find me at the Rap Nerd JSO, all one word, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, on the uh, same thing, the Rap Nerd JSO dot blogspot dot com. Type that in, you can find me, man. So yeah. Got some good uh, gems in there for sure. What about film right, fiends? Do you, are you gonna plug your fan page too? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, whoever that is, which I think I have, I, th- I think we we kind of know who it is at this point. <laughs> I want to say so, but yo, that that's hilarious. That, that that I haven't laughed that hard in a little while. That, that's some good stuff. But yeah, um, you can find me uh, simply at film fiends and all social media platforms. Especially YouTube, you know, that's uh, the go-to trying to, you know, it, hard work, but trying to get it, uh, get it up yeah, there. But yeah, and uh, man, and that fan page, yo, keep it up. Uh, if that, those promos, uh, so, so, so do a nice work. Yeah, for the fan page, whoever's listening, whoever this is, <clears throat> yo, would love it for me, dog. Like, shit. <laughs> I want a fan page. <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious, bro. That oh my god! I, uh. Yo, the, the caption on that joint says, uh, "For all things film themes, we're gonna promote it because he doesn't promote his own stuff, so somebody has to." <laughs> and the location Yo, is Film Themes Attic. <laughs> and the funny part is, like, I felt like I'm in the basement majority. All my videos are like shot in the basement and stuff like that. So that's what made me laugh even harder, bro. I'm like, damn, yo, they almost know it. Man, that shit is so funny, yo. Oh, man, that's some good shit. But yeah, until uh, next time, well, you won't have to wait long to see us because one of the biggest, or, or both our number one movies of this year is coming out next week. So keep an eye for our, our spoiler-filled, and I repeat, spoiler-filled review discussion, The Batman. Mm, 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 mm. Like you know, like you gotta just say that music, bro. When you, I wish we could play it, man. Without getting striked, for for real, dead ass. Though. I, I would. That would be the intro, like for real. Ah right, damn, but yeah. Until uh, next time, I'm out. Peace. Peace. Chill, ask them when they come to film raps, bro. We
keep it real, that's yeah. us. It don't matter whether early or late, we still make the scoop. Even though we on digital, we keep it real, they shoot. Bro, we ill with it too, so you know the deal with the truth. We know this field isn't cute, but we got them social skills like the troops. We had discussions about each of the stars. Our opinion makes us leave you in awe. We may talk about the box office numbers and see which movie really beat up the charts. Drama filled, genre films, boom bap down the track rap. Treat the door like a snack pack. We on our bag like a knapsack. Film fiend and the rap nerd. We mean our exact words. Can't forget about the comic side. Guaranteed to make the comics rise. Shout out to all of the listeners. Showing love to my guy and I. We just been doing our job for sure. Putting in work like a nine to five. This is the film rap. They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us This is the film wrap-up They want to know, we tell them once and they still ask us The people are thirsty for knowledge and we gotta fill that cup We never chill, ask them When they come to film raps, bruh We keep it real, that's us